Welcome to An Elephant for Breakfast with weekly podcasts that are meant to help folks find new perspectives, bright spots, some happiness, with a little humor here and there, in what often feels like a chaotic world. Hey, I'm Bob Jones. These broadcasts are based on my bi-weekly column at chaplainusa.org. You can find me there on pages called Robert Jones Journal, but sometimes the podcast will meander away from what I've published there into, well, let's just say other areas. There's just no doubt that spring is busting out all over. Despite the fact that most of us have been sequestered at home, the trees, bushes, and plants have put on their annual brilliant display. But what about us? Are we blooming or are we withering? Episode 64 looks at what I call a culture of life. It's something we choose. As the poet asks, what have you done with the garden entrusted to you. Darkness and death have put on a ghastly show in every theater and on every stage around the world this year. And though many of us have joined together as beacons of peace, charity, light, and love, others have sulked onto the streets to argue, spread ill will, and divide. We neither have to endure nor play into the hands of haters. We can overcome evil by not tolerating it in any of its forms. It's up to us to stand as a culture of life, which will not be crushed by politics, prejudice, and fear. Gloom is always overpowered by light. Years ago, my family would gather at Allerton Park near Monticello, Illinois, for our annual April birthday celebration for Grandpa Jones. The elegant mansion and manicured gardens were once the property of railroad magnate and philanthropist Robert Allerton. All of us children were allowed to explore and run around willy-nilly discovering sculptures, artwork, and colorful flowers. But one of the most stunning displays at Allerton was never in bloom until the middle of May. So sometime later in spring, my dear Aunt Beulah would take us to the park so that we could walk on top of a wall overlooking thousands of perennial peonies. The gardens were just beyond the Three Graces, a Greek statue of goddesses signifying beauty, cheerfulness, and elegance, bringing joy to the world. I never left without being in awe. When we returned to Beulah's one time, I went back to Grandpa's room to ask him about the peonies and the statue. He said that the peony garden was his favorite, as it had been for Mr. Allerton. Then he went on to say, My belief is that life is wonderful and full of wonder. Spring starts with bluebells and ends with peonies. Winter never wins. Grandpa planted seeds for my faith in a culture of life. The concept of a culture of life confirms to me that everything eventually gives way to wonderful. I frequently write about it. My lectures and therapy sessions with clients were filled with it. This is at the foundation of my belief. I can embrace that life is wonderful in part because I've experienced struggle and trouble. Two members of my family have lost their lives to violence. I've learned that life is difficult even when we're not faced with a pandemic. There's no use in denying the fact. 
We win and lose, slip, fall, get up, triumph, only to be defeated again. People get sick and die. Money comes and then disappears. This is the way it is. My personal struggles and troubles couldn't make me bitter or imprison me in resentment or addiction. So with all the tragedy, how can I continue to affirm that life is wonderful? Scott Peck wrote about these difficulties of life, postulating that they can become our transcendent truth when we truly see it as so. Our difficulties can destroy us or bring forth a stunning garden of compassionate delight. Antonio Machado, the Spanish poet, wrote a beautiful verse called The Wind One Brilliant Day. It goes like this. The wind one brilliant day called to my soul with an odor of jasmine. In return for the odor of my jasmine, I'd like all the odor of your roses. I have no roses. All the flowers in my garden are dead. Well then, I'll take the withered petals and the yellow leaves and the waters of the fountain. The wind left, and I wept, and I said to myself, What have you done with the garden that was entrusted to you? I believe that we can become a culture of life blessed by the attributes of the three graces only when we accept everything and everybody as being one in God's eternal loving embrace. Then this culture of life will overcome tragedy, trials, and difficulties. The fight to comprehend why bad things happen and the unfairness of it all will disappear. There will no longer be a need to blame other people, places, or situations for our problems. We will take personal and communal responsibility. Indeed, we will embrace the now familiar phrase, we are in this together.
Well, that wraps it up for this week. Thanks for joining us. Come back and listen again. Till then, fair winds and following seas. I'll find you in the morning sun And when the night is blue I'll be looking at the moon But I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you.